irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. The International Space Station is a space station or a habitable artificial satellite in low Earth orbit. It is a modular structure whose first component was launched in 1998. Now, the largest artificial body in orbit. It can often be seen with the naked eye from Earth. Harmony is the second of the station's node modules and the utility hub of the USOS. The module contains four racks that provide electrical power, bus electric data, and acts as central connecting point for several other components via its six common berthing mechanisms, or CBMs. The European Columbus and the Japanese Kaibo laboratories are permanently berthed to two of the radial ports. The other two can be used for the HTV. American shuttle orbiters docked with the ISS via the PMA-2 attached to the forward port of Harmony. Tranquility is the third and last of the station's U.S. nodes. It contains an additional life support system to recycle wastewater for crew use and supplements oxygen generation. Three of the four berthing locations are not used. One location has the cupola installed and one has the docking port adapter installed. Another module is the Columbus. 
Columbus is the primary research facility for European payloads aboard the ISS, provides a generic laboratory, as well as facilities specifically designed for biology, biomedical research, and fluid physics. Several mounting locations are affixed to the exterior of the module, which provide power and data to external experiments, such as the European Technology Exposure Facility, Solar Monitoring Observatory, Materials International Space Station Experiment, and the Atomic Clock Ensemble in Space. A number of expansions are planned for the module to study quantum physics and cosmology. ESA development of technologies on all the main areas of life support has been ongoing for more than 20 years and are or have been used in modules such as Columbus and the ATV. The German Aerospace Center, DLR, manages ground control operations for Columbus and the ATV is controlled from the French CNS Toulouse Space Center. The next module comes from Japan. It is the Kaibo, which is Japanese for hope. This is the largest single ISS model. This laboratory is used to carry out research in space, in medicine, biology, earth observations, material productions, biotechnology, communications research, and has facilities for growing plants and fish. During August 2011, an observatory mounted on Kaibo, which utilizes the ISS's orbital motion to image the whole sky in the X-ray spectrum, detected the first time the moment a star was swallowed by a black hole. The laboratory contains a total of 23 racks, including 10 experiment racks, and has a dedicated airlock for experiments. In a shirt-sleeve environment, crew attach an experiment to the sliding drawer within the airlock, close the inner, and then open the outer hatch. By extending the drawer to removing the experiment using the dedicated robotic arm, payloads are placed on the external platform. The process can be reversed and repeated quickly, allowing access to maintain external experiments without the delays caused by putting on EVAs. A smaller pressurized model is attached to the top of the Kaibo, serving as a cargo bay. The dedicated interorbital communication system allows large amounts of data to be beamed from Kaibo's ICS first to the Japanese satellite in geostationary orbit, then to Japanese ground stations. When a direct communication link is used, contact, contact time between the ISS and the ground station is limited to approximately 10 minutes per visible pass. 
When the satellite relays data between a LEO spacecraft and a ground station, real-time communications are possible in 60% of the flight path of the spacecraft. Ground staff use telepresence robots to conduct on-orbit research without crew intervention. The next module is the astronaut's favorite. It is called the cupola. The cupola is a seven-window observatory used to view the Earth and docking spacecraft. Its name derives from the Italian word cupola, which means dome. The cupola project was started by NASA and Boeing, but canceled due to budget cuts. A barter agreement between NASA and the ESA resulted in the Coppola's development being resumed in 1998 by the ESA. The module comes equipped with robotic workstations for operation, the station's main robotic arm, and shutters to protect its window from damage caused by micrometeorites. It features seven windows with 80 centimeters or 31 inch round window in the middle. This is the largest window on the space station. The distinctive design has been compared to the turret of the fictitious Millennium Falcon from the motion picture Star Wars. By the way, the original prop lightsaber used by actor Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker in the 1977 film was flown to the station in 2007. The next module is the Razvet, which is Russian for Dawn. It is also known as the Mini Research Module 1, or MRM1, and formerly known as the Docking Cargo Module. It is similar in design to the Mir docking module launched on STS-74 in 1995. Rasvet is primarily used for cargo storage and as a docking port for visiting spacecraft. It was flown to the ISS aboard NASA's Space Shuttle Atlantis on the STS-132 mission and was connected in May of the year 2010. Rasvet is the only Russian-owned module launched by NASA. To repay for the launch of Zarya, which is Russian, designed and built, but partially paid for by NASA. Rasvet was launched with the Russian Naku Laboratory Experiments airlock temporarily attached to it and spare parts for the European robotic arm inside of it. The next module is the Leonardo. The Leonardo Permanent Multipurpose Module, or PMM, is a storage module attached to the Unity node. The three NASA Space Shuttle MPLM cargo containers, Leonardo, Raffaello, and Donatello, were built for NASA in Turin, Italy, by Alcatel Alenia Space now Thales Alenia Space. The MPLMs 
were provided to NASA's International Space Station program by Italy, independent of their role as a member state of the European Space Agency, and are considered to be U.S. elements. In a bartered exchange for providing these containers, the U.S. gave Italy research time aboard the ISS out of the U.S. allotment in addition to that which Italy receives as a member of the ESA. Permanent multipurpose module was created by converting Leonardo into a module that could be permanently attached to the station. The next module is the NACA, which is Russian for science. It is also known as a multi-purpose laboratory module, or LMM. It is the major Russian laboratory module. It was scheduled to arrive at the station in 2014, docking to the port that was occupied by the Piers module. However, the date has been postponed to February 2017. Prior to the arrival of the NACA module, a Progress spacecraft was used to remove the Piers module from the station, deorbiting it to re-enter over the Pacific Ocean. NACA contains an additional set of life support systems and attitude controls. Originally, it would have routed power from the single science and power platform but that single module design changed over the first 10 years of the International Space Station mission. And the two science modules, which attached to NACA via the Uzlavoy module, or Russian node, each incorporate their own large solar arrays to power Russian science experiments. NACA's mission has changed over time. During the mid-1990s, it was intended as a backup for the FGB and later as a universal docking module. Its docking ports will be able to support automatic docking of both spacecraft, additional modules, and fuel transfer. NACA is a module in the 20-ton class and has its own engines. Smaller Russian modules, such as Piers and Posk, were delivered by modified Progress spacecraft. However, the larger modules, Zvezda, Zarya, and Naka, are launched by Russian Proton rockets. They are the only modules on the ISS that contain engines or navigation computers with star, sun, and horizon centers to enable flight and station-keeping. Russia plans to separate NACA along with the rest of the Russian orbital segment before the ISS is deorbited to form the OPSEC space station, which would be a totally Russian space station. The Uzlavoy module, or UM, also known as a node module, is a four-ton ball-shaped module that will support the docking of two scientific and power modules during the final stage of the station's assembly and provide the Russian segment additional docking ports 
to receive Soyuz TMA and Progress M spacecraft. It is to be incorporated into the ISS in 2014. It will be integrated with special versions of the Progress cargo ship and launched by standard Soyuz rocket. The Progress would use its own propulsion and flight control systems to deliver and dock the node module to the nadir or earth-facing docking port of the NACA module. One port is equipped with active hybrid docking port, which enables docking with the MLM module. The remaining five ports are passive hybrids, enabling docking in the Soyuz and Progress vehicles, as well as heavier modules and future spacecraft with modified docking systems. However, more importantly, the node module was conceived to serve as the only permanent element of the future Russian successor to the ISS, OPSEC. Equipped with six docking ports, the node module would serve as a single permanent core of the future station, with all other modules coming and going as their lifespan and mission required. This would be a progression beyond the International Space Station and Russia's modular Mir space station, which are in turn more advanced than early monolithic first-generation stations, such as Skylab and early Salyut and Almaz stations from Russia. On January 16, 2013, Bigelow Airspace was contracted by NASA to provide a Bigelow Expandable Activity Module also known as BEAM. Scheduled to arrive at the space station in the year 2015 for a two-year technological demonstration, BEAM is an inflatable module that will be attached to the aft hatch of the port side of the Tranquility Module in the International Space Station. During its two-year test run, Instruments will measure its structural integrity and leak rate, along with temperature and radiation levels. The hatch leading into this module will remain mostly closed except for periodic visits by station crew members for inspection and data collection. Following the test run, the module will be deflated it then will be detached and jettisoned from the station. So basically, the Bigelow Aerospace Module, or BEAM, is a great big balloon. There have been several canceled components to the International Space Station. Several modules planned for the station have been canceled over the course of the ISS program, whether for budgetary reasons or because the modules became unnecessary. Or, following a redesign of the station after the 2003 Columbia disaster, the U.S. Centrifuge Accommodations module was intended to host science experiments in varying levels of artificial gravity 
the U.S. habitation module would have served as the station's sleeping quarters. Instead, the sleep stations are now spread out throughout the station, which is probably a, a better idea to give everybody a little sense of privacy. The U.S. interim control module and the ISS propulsion module were intended to replace functions of the Zvezda in case of a launch failure. The Russian Universal Docking Module, to which the canceled Russian Research Module and spacecraft would have docked. The Russian Science Power Platform would have provided the Russian orbital segment with power supply independent of its ITS solar arrays, and two Russian research modules that were planned to be used for scientific research have also been canceled. The International Space Station features a large number of external components that do not require pressurization. The large such component is the Integrated Truss Structure, or ITS, to which the station's main solar arrays and thermal radiators are mounted. The ITS consisted of 10 separate segments, forming a structure of 108 meters, or 356 feet long. That's a little bit larger than a football field. The station, in its complete form, has several smaller external components, such as the six robotic arms, the three external stowage platforms, also known as ESPs, and four express logistic carriers, ELCs. While these platforms allow for experiments to be deployed and conducted in the vacuum of space by providing electricity and processing experimental data locally, the platform's primary function is to store orbital replacement units, or ORUs. ORUs are spare parts that can be replaced when the item either passes its design life or fails. Example of ORUs include pumps, storage tanks, antennas, and battery units. Such units are replaced either by astronauts during EVA or by robotic arms. While spare parts were routinely transported to and from the station via space shuttle resupply mission, there was a heavy emphasis on ORU transport once the NASA space shuttle approached retirement. Several shuttle missions were dedicated to the delivery of ORUs, including STS-129, 133, 134. As of January 2011, only one other mode of transportation of ORUs has been utilized. The Japanese cargo vessel HTV-2, which delivered an FRC and a CTC-2 via its exposed pallet.
There are also smaller exposure facilities directly in the laboratory modules. The GEM exposed facility serves as an external porch for the Japanese experiment module complex, and a facility on the European Columbus Laboratory provides power and data connections for experiments, such as the European Technology Exposure Facility and the Atomic Clock Ensemble in Space. A remote sensing instrument, SAGE 3 ISS, is due to be delivered to the station in 2014 above a Dragon capsule. And the NICER experiment in 2016. The largest such scientific payload externally mounted to the ISS is the Alpha Magnetic Spectrometer, or AMS. A particle physics experiment launched on STS 134 in May of 2011 and mounted externally on the ITS. The AMS measures cosmic rays to look for evidence of dark matter and antimatter. Canada Arm 2. The largest robotic arm in the ISS has a mass of 1,800 kilograms and is used to dock and manipulate spacecraft and modules on the USOS and hold crew members and their equipment during EVAs. The ROS does not require spacecraft or modules to be manipulated, as all spacecraft and module dock automatically and may be discarded in the same way. Crew use the two Strela, which is Strela is Russian for arrow, cargo cranes during EVAs for moving crew and equipment around the ROS. Each Strela crane has a mass of 45 kilograms. The integrated truss structure serves as a base for the main remote manipulator system called the Mobile Servicing System, or MSS. This consists of the Mobile Base System, or MBS, the Canada Arm 2, and Dexter. Dextry is a 1500 or 1500 kilogram. Agile robotic manipulator with two arms which have seven degrees of movement each. A torso which bends at the waist and rotates at the base. A tool holster, lights, and video. Staff on Earth can operate Dextry via remote control. Performing work without crew intervention. The MBS rolls along rails built into some of the ITS segments to allow the arms to reach all parts of the United States segment of the station. The MSS had its reach increased by an orbiter boom sensor system in May 2011. 
used to inspect tiles on the NASA shuttle and converted for permanent station use. To gain access to the extreme extents of the Russian segment, the crew also placed a power data grapple fixture to the forward docking section of Zarya so that Canada Arm 2 may inchworm itself onto that point. The European robotic arm, which will service the Russian orbital segment, will be launched alongside the multi-purpose laboratory module in 2017. The Japanese experiment module's remote manipulator system, which serves the Japanese experimental module exposed facility, was launched on STS-124 and is attached to the Japanese exposed material pressurized module. The International Space Station follows Salyut and Almaz series, Cosmos 557, Skylab, and Mir as the 11th space station launched as the Genesis prototypes were never intended to be manned. Other examples of modular space projects include the Soviet-Russian Mir Russian OPSEC and the as yet unfinished Chinese space station. The first space station, Salyut 1, and other one-piece or monolithic first-generation space stations, such as Salyut 2, 3, 4, and 5, DOS 2, Cosmos 557, Almaz, and NASA's Skylab stations were not designed for resupply. Generally, each crew had to depart the station to free the only docking port for the next crew to arrive. Skylab had more than one docking port, but was not designed for resupply. Salyut 6 and 7 had more than one docking port, and were designed to be resupplied routinely during crewed operations. There are many space station systems, primarily life support. The critical systems are the atmosphere control system, the water supply system, the food supply facilities, the sanitation and hygiene equipment, and fire detection and suppression equipment. The Russian orbital segment's life support systems are contained in the service module Zezvizda. Some of these systems are supplemented by equipment in the USOS. The NACU laboratory has a complete set of life support systems.
the atmosphere on board the ISS is similar to the Earth's atmosphere. Normal air pressure on the ISS is 101.3 kilopascals, or 14.7 psi, the same as at sea level on Earth. An Earth-like atmosphere offers benefits for crew comfort and is much safer than the alternative, a pure oxygen atmosphere, because of the increased risk of fire, such as that responsible for the death of the Apollo 1 crew. Earth-like atmospheric conditions have been maintained on all Russian and Soviet spacecraft. The electron system aboard the Zezvada and similar system in Destiny generate oxygen aboard the station. The crew has a backup option in the form of bottled oxygen and solid fuel oxygen generation canisters. A chemical oxygen generator system was also there. Carbon dioxide is removed from the air by the Vazduk system in Zvezda module. Other byproducts of human metabolism, such as methane from the intestines and ammonia from sweat, are removed by activated charcoal filters. Thank goodness. Part of the ROS atmosphere control system is the oxygen supply triple redundancy is provided by the electron unit, solid fuel generators, and stored oxygen. The electron unit is the primary oxygen supply. O2 and H2 are produced by electrolysis, with the H2 being vented overboard. The one kilowatt system uses approximately one liter per crew member per day from stored water from Earth or water recycled from other systems. Mir was the first spacecraft to use recycled water for oxygen production. The secondary oxygen supply is provided by burning O2-producing Vika cartridge. Each candle takes about 5 to 20 minutes to decompose at 450 to 500 degrees Celsius, producing 600 liters of O2. This unit is manually operated. The U.S. orbital segments has redundant supplies of oxygen from a pressurized storage tank on the Quest airlock module delivered in 2001. Supplemented 10 years later by European Space Station built advanced closed-loop system in the Tranquility module, which produces O2 by electrolysis. Hydrogen produced is combined with carbon dioxide from the cabin atmosphere and converted to water and methane. Double-sided solar or photovoltaic arrays provide electrical power for the ISS. These bifacial cells are more efficient and operate at a lower temperature than single-sided cells commonly used on Earth by collecting sunlight on one side 
and light reflected off the Earth on the other. The Russian segment of the station, like the space station shuttle and most spacecraft, used 28-volt DC from four rotating solar arrays mounted on Zarya and Zevzda modules. The USOS uses 130 to 180 volt DC from the USO PV array. Power is stabilized and distributed at 160 volt DC and converted to the user required 124 volt DC. The higher distribution voltage allows smaller, lighter conductors at the expense of crew safety. The ROS uses low voltage. The two station segments share power with converters. The USOS solar arrays are arranged as four wing pairs, with each wing producing nearly 33 kilowatts. These arrays normally track the sun to maximize power generation. Each array is about 375 meters squared, or 450 cubic yards in area, and 58 meters, or 63 yards long. In the complete configuration, the solar arrays track the sun by rotating the alpha gimbal once per orbit, while the beta gimbal follows slower changes in the angle of the sun to the orbital plane. The night glider mode aligns the solar arrays panels to the ground at night to reduce the scientific aerodynamic drag at the station's relatively low orbiting altitude. The station uses rechargeable nickel-hydrogen batteries for continuous power during the 35 minutes of every 90 minutes orbit that is eclipsed by Earth. The batteries are recharged on the day side of the Earth and have a six and a half year lifetime, which is equivalent to over 37,000 charge-discharge cycles and will be regularly replaced over the anticipated 20-year lifespan of the International Space Station. The station's large solar panels generate high potential voltage difference between the station and the ionosphere. This could cause arcing through insulating surfaces and sputtering of conductive surfaces as ions are accelerated by the spacecraft plasma sheath. To mitigate this, plasma contractor units create current paths between the station and the ambient plasma field. The large amount of electrical power consumed by the station system and experiments is turned almost entirely into heat. The heat which can be dissipated through the walls of the station modules is insufficient to keep the internal ambient temperature comfortable, workable limits. Ammonia is continuously pumped through the pipework throughout the station to collect heat, then into external radiators exposed to the coldest space 
and back into the station. The International Space Station External Active Thermal Control System maintains an equilibrium when the ISS environment or heat loads exceeds the capabilities of the passive thermal control system. Note elements of the PTCS are external surface materials, insulation, or heat pipes. The EATCS provides heat rejection capabilities for all the U.S. pressurized modules, including the GEM and the COF, as well as the main power distribution electronics of the SO, S1, and P1 trusses. The EATCS consists of two independent loops, loop A and loop B, both both used mechanically pumped liquid ammonia in closed loop circuits. The EATCS is capable of rejecting up to 70 kilowatts and provides a substantial upgrade in heat rejection capacity from the 14 kilowatt capability of the early external active thermal control system via the early ammonia service which was launched on STS-105 and now installed on Truss P-6. Radio communications provide telemetry and scientific data links between the station and mission control centers. Radio links are also used during rendezvous and docking procedures and for audio and video communication between crew members, flight controllers, and family members. As a result, the International Space Station is equipped with internal and external communication systems used for different purposes. The Russian orbital segment communicates directly with the ground via the Lyra antenna mounted on Zvezda. The Lyra antenna also has the capability to use the Luke data relay system. This system used for communication with Mir fell into disrepair during the 1990s and as a result is no longer in use. Although two new Luch satellites, Luch 5A and Luch 5B, were launched in 2011 and 2012 respectively to restore the operational capabilities of the system. Another Russian communication system is the Voskhod-M, which enables internal telephone communications between Zevzda module, Zarya, Piers, Poisk, and the USOS, and also provides a VHF radio link to ground control centers via antennas on the Zezda exterior. The U.S. orbital segment, or USOS, makes use of two separate radio links mounted on the Z-1 truss structure. 
the S-band used for audio and the KU-band used for audio, video, and data systems. These transmissions are routed via the United States Tracking and Data Relay Satellite Systems, or TDRSS, which are in geostationary orbit, which allows for almost continuous real-time communication with NASA Mission Control Center in Houston. By the way, NASA's Mission Control Center in Houston is abbreviated MCC-H. Data channels for the Canada Arm 2, European Columbus Laboratory, and Japanese Kaibo modules are routed via the S-band and the KU-band systems. Although the European Data Relay System and a similar Japanese system will eventually complement the TDRSS in this role. Communication between modules are carried on internal digital wireless systems. UHF radio is also used by astronauts and cosmonauts conducting EVAs. UHF is employed by other spacecraft that dock or undock from the station, such as Soyuz, Progress, HTV, ATV, and the Space Shuttle, except the shuttle also makes use of the S-band and KU-band systems to receive commands from Mission Control and ISS members. Automated spacecraft are fitted with their own communications equipment. The ATV uses a laser attached to the spacecraft and equipment attached to the Zvezda module known as the Proximity Communications Equipment to accurately dock to the station. The ISS is equipped with approximately 100 IBM and Lenovo ThinkPad module A31 and T61P laptop computers. Each computer is a commercial off-the-shelf purchase which is then modified for safety and operation, including updates to connectors, cooling, and power to accommodate the station's 28-volt DC power system and weightless environment. Heat in the laptops does not rise, but stagnates surrounding the laptop, so additional forced ventilation is required. Laptops aboard the ISS are connected to the station's wireless LAN via Wi-Fi and to the ground via KU-band. This provides speeds up to 10 megabits to 3 megabits from the station, comparable to home DSL connection speeds. The operating system used for key station function is the Debian version of Linux, the migration from Microsoft Windows was made in May 2013 for reasons of reliability, stability, and flexibility. Your journey 
is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet. Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.